Hello, and welcome to Grand Canyon Echoes, the voice of District 3 Toastmasters. Hello, this is your podcast host, Don Griffith. This episode features a rebroadcast of a recording made at the District 3 Spring Conference in 2018. Phoenix Business Radio's Karen Nowicki was there to interview our members, and she has generously allowed us to reuse those recordings. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Phoenix Business Radio, broadcasting live today from the Sheridan Crescent Hotel. And I have the pleasure to be here with District 3 Toastmasters. These are Toastmasters who are celebrating their spring conference. And I believe the theme is Blazing to Success. And we have the fortunate opportunity to spend a few minutes here with Robert Bush. He's the Agave 4 Area Director and a Vice President of Education. How about that? Welcome, Robert. Thank you. Is it Bob or Robert? I should have asked you Either that. Or. Okay. So how many conferences for Toastmasters have you attended in the past? This is just my second conference. Ooh. I was at spring conference last year. I wasn't able to make fall conference this year, and obviously this is now my second. And I believe they mentioned that they used to do uh, two conferences a year, but they've just made the recent decision to have just the spring conference, at least in Arizona. Is that correct? That's correct. Our last fall conference up in Flagstaff was the last fall conference we're going to have for the foreseeable future. Yeah. And so tell me, uh, how does it feel for you personally and professionally to be here today? And and what are you anticipating that you'll learn and, and experience throughout the rest of the weekend? Well, I'm excited. I'm running for division director for the Agave division. That's the area that I'm an area director in currently. I actually found out we have competition, so someone's running against me. So it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful excitement for people to vote, for us to earn their trust, earn their vote instead of it just being nobody running against them, so he automatically gets it. Those, those are no fun. So the fact that we have a runner against me, it's going to make it interesting. We're going to have time to tell our topics, what we want to do with the area, what we bring to Toastmasters, and what we want to accomplish with the division. Can you give us a little brief summary of what feels most important to you as you are running on this platform? The Agave Division is a small division in Phoenix. Of the six divisions, it's the smallest one. The problem with it is, is membership. Like a lot of divisions in Arizona, membership's always a problem. That magic number of 20, as Toastmasters know, is required for getting your distinguished club. We have several clubs in Agave that have already achieved distinguished status. Some have gotten select distinguished status, and yet others are president's distinguished status, but they don't get their DCP because they don't have the membership. I think that's an awesome accomplishment because clubs that have 25, 35, 40 members aren't even accomplishing President's Distinguished, and you get a club that has 15 or 16 members, and they are able to, but they don't get the credit because of the 20 minimum 20 membership enrollment, and that's a shame. So we need to get our clubs up to that 20 number so these clubs can be recognized for what they do. And do you have a plan for how you, you go about doing that? I want to work with my area directors to inspire them, first of all, start attending the clubs. Toastmasters requires that an area director visit their clubs twice a year. I disagree with that. I disagree because you need to get to know your clubs. And to get to know your clubs, you need to get to know your people. You need to find out what's important to them, how the club operates, what's the atmosphere of the club, what makes it so strong, and then work with the president, the vice president of education, and the vice president of public relations and develop something. Strengthen your website. Make sure you're updating your webpage 
on a weekly basis, take pictures, do a commentary on what happened at the, each weekly meeting, and put that on the homepage. Another thing I'm a strong advocate for is the Meet Our Members page on the Toastmasters page. Make sure your members fill out a bio. When club members or potential new Toastmasters are looking at your website going, do I want to belong to that club? They're going to want to meet the members and see who's there. If they only see three or four members, they're probably going, that's kind of a weak club. But if they see 15, 16 bios on there and they can connect with one or two of those people or even more, they're going to want to come to the club and hopefully join. So those right there are easy steps to take to, to start off increasing the membership. Easy steps, but we need someone like yourself to make sure that people are getting that done. We all get busy. I, I, when you mentioned that about the bios, I'm just even thinking about like a LinkedIn profile or those kinds of things, or for other organizations, if we don't take those few moments to kind of think through who we want to say we are to the world or to an organization, we're really missing out, one, as a professional, but also the legacy that we can create for the members. So how wonderful that is, that that would be one of the things that you'd say, hey, let's let's really rally and, and challenge folks to do that immediately. Exactly. Love it. Get the membership. Yes. And how long have you been a member? I've been a member since, I believe, June of 2015. Oh, wow. Now, that really isn't that long for me in the sense that from when I first joined in June until October of 2016, I was only attending about one or two meetings a month. I traveled extensively with my job at that time. So although I was doing a few speeches out of the CC manual and getting a few functionary roles done out of the CL, I really didn't participate as a true Toastmaster. I'm proud of what happened to my story. In February of last year, I went to the Toastmasters Leadership Institute. That's the biannual training that the officers go to. I wasn't an officer, but the opportunity came up. Would you like to go, Robert? I said, sure. If it's a learning experience, I'll give it a try. When I got there, they asked, what track are you selecting or what are you? I said, I'm not an officer. Well, what do you want to do? I said, okay, let me try vice president of education. That sounds interesting. So I went through the vice president of education at the end of the conference, at the training day, I met a woman that I spoke to for 20 minutes about Toastmasters. She was phenomenal. She really inspired me. She had no idea who I was. I had no idea who she was. But we connected for 20 minutes and talked about Toastmasters and how it really has changed things for me, how it's changed things for her, and everything like that that person turned out to be Enid Moore Cranshaw, yeah. our district director. Right. At the time, she was just the program yes. quality director, the number two person. But how wonderful is that, that the number two person in the organization can take 20 minutes to talk to a nobody. I was a plain old Toastmaster at that time. I just attended TLI for my first time. I'd never been to a contest. I just reached out. From that point, I got involved with Toastmasters extensively. I got on the contest circuit. I enjoyed what I was seeing there. I enjoyed the people that I was meeting with. I enjoyed the camaraderie and the helpfulness and everything that goes with Toastmasters. I was approached about being an area director about this time last year, and I thought about it, and I said, well, I don't know, because in March of last year, our vice president of education had to retire or leave us. He got a job out of state. They opened up the floor for nominations at my club, and I said, well, I just went through the VPE training. <laughs> Looks like I did I, that I, for I, a reason. <laughs> I think I'm just qualified, so I got voted in, and I did get reelected for this year. So I'm currently the VPE for Media Masters while I'm serving as an area director for Agave 4. What's great about that is, as VPE, you can study and help your club 
and all the nuances that go on with being the vice president of education. You have to know who works with who. For example, if I'm setting up somebody to speak, I've also got to select an evaluator for them. Well, I have to know that person because I don't want a strong, stringent, very tight by the book evaluator if that person has a soft character that is kind of rough to criticism. They, they don't take constructive criticism well, or they have to be coddled more than sat down and told, this is how you do it. Flip side of that, if you have somebody that's pretty solid and wants the truth and tell me what I did wrong right off the bat, you need to team them up with an evaluator that's capable of doing that. So those are one of the things that you learn as a vice president of education when you're doing that. Moving on through my Toastmasters career, after being VPE and now area director, my mentor in Toastmasters suggested going for division director. And it struck me odd at the time because it hadn't entered my mind, but I asked her, what prompted you to even say that? And she says, I want you to inspire five area directors that do what you do now. And what that means is by getting to know my clubs, I'm proud to say out of the, my five clubs, I've made in excess of 50 visits to my clubs this wow. year. I get to know the people. I, some of the clubs I go to on a weekly basis to help them out because they're struggling clubs. Other clubs are pretty self-sufficient, but I still see them about every three or four weeks. I know the people that are there in the, in the clubs. They know me. I'm able to help them better by understanding who and what they are. They're not a number. They're not a statistic on a form for me. There are a whole bunch of people named Kevin, John, Joe, Tom, Steve. All these names are important to me, not just filling a check mark or checking off a distinguished club report to make sure somebody did it. Love that. And it's important, I think, for our listeners to be reminded that this is all volunteer work, is it not? It is. I do get a paycheck. There's a lot of zeros. <laughs> Unfortunately, the first number is a zero. <laughs> right. And uh, you uh, are a career man as well? Yes, I work for the Department of Transportation. I'm a geospatial analyst. What that means, for those of you who don't know, is it's GIS work. And what GIS work is, is if you look at your phone and you tell your phone you want to find the closest McDonald's and it tells you it's three and a half miles away, go this direction, that's what GIS is. It's I use geospatial that information. Yeah, I use that function all the time. Starbucks near me. Yep. That's, <laughs> right? Gas station near me. That's GIS I for love you. it. I, I, now I, I'll think of you every time I use that <laughs> app, uh, or app, whatever, that feature. Um, and before that, I did the photo log program for about 13 years. And what that is, is most people relate it to Google Streets. Ah, ADOT okay, had yes. its own vehicles that would travel all over the state highway system collecting digital imagery of the roadway on the shoulders and the road itself, and we'd come back and produce that. We've been doing that since 1970. Oh, my gosh. Incredible. Well, I can see that they're letting into another session, so I don't want to keep you from experiencing what you came here to experience. But before we close our little segment together, could you just give us an idea of one tip or one uh, success strategy you would offer someone new to Toastmasters, either throughout their you know, club experience or even here for a conference like today? Well, my first statement to somebody that was looking to join Toastmasters is don't join the first club you go to. Shop around. When I first started looking, I think I went to five clubs before I found a club that I felt comfortable with. Meet the people. You need to feel comfortable with these people because if you don't, you're not going to open up. You're not going to learn. You're going to be very cold to reaching out. You're going to not want to put yourself out there for feeling of rejection. But if you find a group that you're comfortable with, that's close to your home, close to your work, whichever it may be, and the time is good for you, 
find that club. And once you connect with them, nothing but positive results will come out of it. They're there to help you. They're there to inspire you. They're there to encourage you. Toastmasters is an awesome opportunity for less than $150 or not even $150, $120 a year. You get up to 52 training sessions on how to be a better speaker and how to become a better manager or a better leader by volunteering in the different roles as officers or in the district leadership. Love it. And one last uh, thought to ask you, what has been your greatest benefit? Uh, A lot of the folks I've interviewed today have been long, long long-term members, 30 years, 20 years. And I love that you've said that you haven't been with Toastmasters that long. Uh, What has been the greatest benefit, either personally or professionally, that you've experienced thus far? I think I was at a TLI session, and I was attending as VPE at the time, and we had a breakout session, and it was wonderful because there were a lot of new VPEs there, and I had said a couple things on how you do this or my suggestion on how to do that, and pretty soon I had a crowd of 10 or 15 people around me wanting to hear how to do that. Nobody's ever taught us that. It's great that somebody's already thought this out and has a spreadsheet on how to do it. I want to get your information. Show me how to do that. And that sharing goes around. Even though we have different areas, we have different clubs, we have different divisions, we're all one district, and everybody wants to help everybody. As you said, we're not-for-profit business. We're a volunteer organization. So there's nothing to be gained by topping one area versus another. It, it doesn't happen in Toastmasters. Toastmasters is a very tight community that we work together as a whole. It becomes family, doesn't it? Yes, Not it just does. within the club, but also the region, the district, and really worldwide. I, I find that fascinating. I want to thank you again, uh, Robert, for spending time with us, and I, and I wish you uh, great success, continued success, as you are clearly a lifelong learner and a leader and someone who loves to give back, and I hope that you'll find your way to our studio sometime for a longer conversation. Thank you. Look forward to it. Absolutely. You've been listening to Phoenix Business Radio with Business Radio X. Some media leans left, some lean right, and we lean business. Until next time, I'm Kara Nowicki. Toastmasters International and all other Toastmasters International trademarks and copyrights are the sole property of Toastmasters International. This podcast is independent of Toastmasters International. It is not endorsed by sponsored by, affiliated with, or otherwise connected with Toastmasters International.